Welcome to the Highly Effective Man podcast hosted by former Navy SEAL turned life and fitness coach. I'm your host, JP Bolwan. This podcast is your resource for unlocking the healthiest, most productive, and highly effective man within you. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Highly Effective Man podcast. I'm your host, JP. And today we're going to talk about the three truths that helped me get to 6% body fat. And, um, and the reason why I wanted to do this podcast today is because, you know, you go on to the internet and you look up how to lose weight or how to lose fat, and you're going to come up with a thousand different ways. And I, you know, it is true. There's a, there's a bunch of different ways, uh, to lose weight. Uh, but there is definitely a way to do it that is not super restrictive and, all you got to do is follow these these three truths, okay? Because, uh, you know, if you do that, you're going to be able to lose weight and still be able to enjoy the foods and even, even the drinks that, that you love, okay? And there's three big takeaways that I want you to get from this podcast. Number one is, is to plan, okay? And, and I'm going to talk about why planning will set you up for success. Okay, number two will be tracking, you know, tra- tracking the, the, the quantity of foods that you're eating. And then number three is allowing for some flexibility. Okay, now, why, why am I going over this? Well, like I said, if you go on the internet and you start looking up, like, how do I lose weight? You're going to come up with, you know, the keto diet. You're going to come up with the paleo diet. You're going to come up with the carnivore diet, whatever, like, the newest fad is, and you probably see, you know, people posting on social media about like, oh, I just tried this diet and I just tried that diet. And the the reality is, is that many of these diets are super restrictive in one way or another. Maybe they're, they're low carb and you can't have carbs, or maybe, uh, you know, it's, it's, you, you do intermittent fasting and, you know, or you fast for like 24 hours and stuff like that. And, and there's some benefits to intermittent fasting, no doubt about it. But when it comes to, uh, being able to follow something long-term, it, it, it does become difficult. Okay. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, I used to think, okay, if, if I want to, get shredded, right? So the whole, the whole, I guess the whole point of this podcast is, is me talking about what I did to get to 6% body fat. So in 2019, I signed up for a bodybuilding competition. It was the first one I had ever done in my life. You know, I was always, you know, I always talk about like, you know, my muscles are for performance. They're not for like showing or anything like that. I'd say like, they're for going, not, not showing. And um, in 2019, uh, you know, through some peer pressure, uh, I said, all right, you know what, I'll do a, I'll do a competition. Um, but I think one of the reasons why I kind of shied away from it was because I was like, man, those guys are crazy. Like their diets are crazy. You know, it's the same thing over and over and it's just not true. Okay. Yeah. There is bodybuilders that do these extreme diets, but the reality is, is that there is another way to do it, okay? And the diet that I followed that got me to 6% body fat was probably 
the least extreme that I could have imagined, and it allowed me for the most flexibility. Okay, and there's there's three key pieces to this. Okay, the first part is planning. Okay, so when I decided that I was going to sign up for this bodybuilding competition, and it was taking pra- place on April nineteenth of two thousand nineteen. I said, okay, I decided, I think it's maybe uh, November of 2018, where I said, okay, you know what, come January 1st, I'll get on this diet and and we can see what happens. All right, so I started on January 1st, I was about 185 pounds at the time, and I had no idea how much, like what my body would look like, how much weight I had to lose, but... I did. I had to do some calculations, right? So this is the part of the planning phase. I had to see, okay, how much body fat do I have on my body? How much time do I have to lose it? And then I had to do calculations because I had to figure out, okay, if I have to lose this much fat and I have this many weeks, I think it was like 17 weeks, okay? And I had to lose like, you know, based on my body fat, I was saying like somewhere around 26, 27 pounds to lose to be shredded. Then I was like, okay, that's about a pound and a half per week, right? That's about 17 weeks times a pound and a half. That's going to get me around 26, 27 pounds. Okay, so I had to figure out what is my caloric intake going to be, right? So I had to like look into what is my BMR, right? My basal metabolic rate. What is my activity level, both in what I do for work and how often am I working out, okay? And then I had to figure out what are the macros that I'm going to follow between protein, carbohydrates, and fats. And yeah, there's a lot of effort and time put into these calculations. And the whole idea behind this is to set you up for success, okay? Because if you don't plan, it's going to be very easy to fail, okay? And so what we want to do is figure out the formulas, figure out what is going to provide us the most success. Because I could just jump on some extreme diet and then be like, okay, I'm just going to cut my calories like crazy and, uh, and just see what happens, right? And start losing weight, like crashing, losing weight, like five pounds a week or whatever it is. But when it comes to bodybuilding and what I think is probably the best way to lose weight is you want to do it in a manner where you can do it and it doesn't feel like such a struggle, right? You're just cutting the calories down a little bit, but you're still eating enough to where you feel full and you still are able to make it through the day and you don't feel like you're um, like you're depriving yourself, okay? And so it, it's important to go through this planning phase and figure that out, right? And so when you do it right and you're only targeting maybe a pound to a pound and a half per week. Now you can do it in a way where it's nice and slow. And as long as you stay on track, you will lose that pound and a half. Okay. So that's the first part, planning. The second part is now that you've taken the plan and you've laid it all out. Well, now we've got to track the plan. Okay. And what tracking means is tracking the foods that you're eating right? Both the quality of the food and the quantity of of the food. Okay. And, and at that time I used my fitness pal because it was, you know, one of the, 
trackers, and it still probably is one of the, the best trackers out there that, that I've used uh, because it just has so many varieties of foods on there. Now, there's a ton of different tracking apps, and I haven't tried them all. Um, I have a, you know, a couple favorites. Uh, and, and what I'll tell you is that you want a tracking app where you don't have to input a lot of stuff. You can just, maybe you can scan it with a barcode if you're eating something that is, you know, like in some kind of packaging and it just makes it easy, right? But you need to make sure that you're weighing and measuring everything. You know, you have to look at the serving sizes and on some of them, the serving size doesn't even really make sense. Like if, if, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I didn't notice this until I really started tracking my food. But sometimes you'll look at something and you, you know, and you look at the food label, it'll say, oh, it's this many calories. Okay. But then you look a little closer and you look at what the serving size is and it's like, oh, it's, you know, a tablespoon. And then it'll tell you, okay, oh, but there's like 30 servings in this bottle. Right. And you could just like down the whole bottle. Uh, it's probably an exaggeration, but not, not an exaggeration. I was looking at uh, coconut water the other day and you know, you can buy one of those like bigger coconut waters and it said something like, I don't know, 40 calories uh, on the side of it in the big letters or the big numbers. But with, in the finer print, it said, you know, there's five servings in this one bottle. So you take the five times four, you know, that's like 200 calories just in that, that one bottle of, of coconut water. So tracking really helps you keep an eye on what you're actually consuming. And that means everything that goes in your mouth, right? If it's like I have kids, right? So like if I had goldfish or, or any of their little crackers and stuff like that, like I had to track that, right? And tracking alcohol, that's important too. And, you know, what's kind of cool or what I thought was kind of cool was playing a game when I was tracking. Like if I knew that I had to eat five ounces of meat and I was going to be putting five ounces of meat on my plate, sometimes I would just cut off a piece of meat and say, oh, that looks about five ounces and then weigh it. And then if I was close, I was like, I was like, awesome, you know? So it was just like a little game that I would play. But playing that game really helped me for when I was out at dinner somewhere and I didn't have my scale or I was doing other things. Um, and, you know, when you really train your eyeball to the correct proportions of food that you should be eating and not just what people bring you or whatever, you know, you fit on your plate, then you can really start to make good decisions when you're away from your scale, when you're away from home, you can learn to eat what you should be eating for the correct amount of activity level and what you're doing. Now, the third rule to this is flexibility, allowing for flexibility. And I believe that this is, truly is the key, okay? Because if the diet is too strict, I think that just equals failure. Because when people feel like they are deprived, when they feel like they can't enjoy themselves, then people push back, all right? And, you know, for me, that's why, you know, keto just doesn't work. That's why carnivore doesn't work. Vegan or any of those other, like, BS diets. I mean, because to me, they are. They're all, they're all just, like, fads and, and, and BS, right? But, you know, the, the one tried and true diet is a well-balanced diet 
where you're not overeating the amount that you should be eating for the proper activity level that you are doing. Okay. And I'll tell you on this diet and when I was cutting for this bodybuilding competition, I allowed for an alcohol drink a week. I allowed for an ice cream bar just about every night. I would plug it into my tracking app and I would just make sure to eat all the other right foods throughout the day. And as long as I was nailed, like I had nailed it, then I rewarded myself with that ice cream bar. And I also didn't just limit myself to whole foods. Now, there's a lot of people tell you like, oh, you got to stay away from processed foods. Yeah, yeah. you want to minimize that. But when it comes to losing weight and when it comes to uh, being flexible, it's a lot easier to be flexible when you're out and about and maybe you don't have whole foods right next to you. Maybe you buy a bar or whatever, you scan the bar and it, you know, it has the macros in there and it just, it, it punches it in there for you. Okay. But the, the two first steps that I talked about planning and tracking, when you nail those now flexibility really becomes an option. Okay. And like I said, like you can have an, you know, sometimes there was times where I'd have like two glasses of wine or whatever it was. And I knew I'd be okay and still on track for my goals because I was planning and tracking. Now, without planning and tracking, I can't allow for that flexibility, right? Because I don't know if this malasada or this donut or whatever it is, this this scoop of ice cream is going to throw me off. If I don't have the plan and, and the tracking dialed in, then I can't allow the flexibility. But when the planning and the tracking are dialed in, now I can be as flexible as I want. And that's really where this becomes less of a struggle and more like something that's easier to do. And, and I know that there was other bodybuilders that, you know, that, even other guys that were like trying to coach me and tell me like, hey, you got to eat this. And it was like tilapia every night. And I was like, bro, I can't eat tilapia every freaking night. Like my house smells like fish. So I figured out a different way to do it. And it was like, okay, I was eating chicken and steak and veggies and rice and like all the stuff that I normally like to eat. But as long as I was tracking it, I was fine. I was good to go. Okay. And that was, that was key for me because then it didn't feel like such a diet. It didn't feel like... I was de- depriving myself of, of anything. And some people will look at, okay, planning and tracking. Like, I don't want to do all that. Well, okay, you don't want to do all that, but then you also want to lose weight, but, and, and, and you don't, you don't want to do what's necessary to lose weight, okay? The planning and the tracking will allow you to be as flexible as you want. Now, the only other part to this that I didn't really talk about or is that you have to learn how to operate with mental authority. Okay. And when I say operating with mental authority, that means doing what you say you're going to do. Like I couldn't have done this diet if I wasn't a hundred percent in, I was a hundred percent in because I knew that I was going to be getting on a stage in front of a thousand or whatever, how many people are in that room. And I was going to be basically an underwear. 
like smaller underwear. Like I don't even have underwear that small, but like seriously, like I knew I was going to be on stage and I couldn't go out there and look like a clown. Okay. So I was a hundred percent in not 99% in, but a hundred percent in because 99 is not enough. That 1% is where the negotiation starts happening in your brain and you start telling yourself like, oh, maybe this will be okay. Maybe that'll be okay. Or I'll get back on it tomorrow. All that crap that you tell yourself when you're like trying to be good on your diet. And the only reason you're doing that is because you want to be flexible. Well, if you're always flexible and you're not, you know, tracking and planning, well then guess what? You're not going to hit your goals. Okay. And if, if you want to see like how you can put mental authority into action in your own life, what I want you guys to do is go to thesealblueprint.com and there you can download what I've created. And that's the Navy SEAL Blueprint for Overcoming the Odds. And it's basically, it, here's what it is. It's five rules so that you can operate like the world's elite. You know, we talk about operating with mental authority right? Sharpening emotional resilience and, you know, doing all these things that are going to help you overcome the odds. All right. So just to recap today, three things that you need to do or the three truths, you know, to, to get to lose weight and get down to 6% body fat is that you got to plan. Okay. If you're not planning, you're planning to fail. And then number two is you have to track your food, weighing and measuring. You got to make tracking your best friend. Seriously, when you do that, now you're taking a lot of pressure off of not knowing. And then number three, which I think is super important, is it allow for flexibility. You know, because you're going to go to your friend's barbecue. You're going to go to your friend's kid's birthday party. Okay. And so you have to have that flexibility built in there. And the only way you can do that is by planning and tracking. Now, I want to wrap up with a couple things here. You know, in 2019, that was the first time I had ever had like, like a serious six pack abs. Like, you know, okay. When I was going through budge trading, yeah, you could see my abs a little bit. Like when I was trying to become a SEAL, Okay. Now that was nothing compared to what I had at 42 years old in 2019. Like I was shredded. I had 6% body fat and I felt amazing and proud about what I did. I know like it might sound superficial for some of you guys that, that, that listen to this, but like when you can see like the dedication and the hard work that you put in and you see like what you're capable of and what your body actually looks like, it's, it's a really good feeling. And number two, I realized it didn't have to be so hard. The whole time I thought I was going to have to be super strict and super like, you know, like anal about all kinds of different things, right? And, not, not, and stay away from all kinds of different foods. But when I was able to still have my drink here and there, or still have ice cream every night almost. It was awesome. Okay. Now there's a quote by Socrates. He says, it's a shame for a man to grow old 
without seeing the beauty and strength of which his body is capable of. And I think that's such a great quote because I don't even have to worry about that anymore. I know exactly what my body is capable of, strength-wise and beauty-wise. Okay, so if that resonates with you, then right now is the time. Get on it. I don't care how old you are, you can get shredded. Don't believe the hype about, oh, my, my metabolism is slow now that I'm older and this and that. No, if you eat the right amount of food and you track it and you plan it and you stick to the plan, guarantee you can get shredded. Okay? So if you need help putting this plan into action and you want to learn how you can operate at a higher level, then once again, go to thesealblueprint.com, fill out your information there. You'll get the five rules on how you can operate like the world's elite. And you'll also be on my email list where I send out you know, different stuff about nutrition, about mindset, you know, all the different things that you know, I believe will help you be the best version of yourself and allow you to overcome any odds that come your way. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you. Let's go. Thank you for listening to the Highly Effective Man podcast. If you enjoyed or learned something on this episode, do me a favor and share this with somebody who you think needs to hear it. And one last thing, if you want to work with me as your coach to help you get fit, be more productive, and in general, just be the most effective version of yourself, head over to my site, higherlevelcoaching.co. Once again, that's higherlevelcoaching.co and schedule a call with me there. Thank you again. Let's go.